Hey, welcome back to the Addicted to Healthy podcast, your one-stop destination for all things health and a kick-ass life. I'm Laurence, certified nutritional practitioner and health coach and the host of the Addicted to Healthy podcast. Today, I have Ashton Ferris on the podcast, and she is an online health and fitness coach who supports women in feeling confident and free in their own skin using nutrition and fitness. So her journey has been quite something, as you will hear. She went from quitting her corporate job to pursuing her passion and supporting women um, in their busy working lives. So this is a really, really inspirational episode. If you are somebody who really wants to pursue your passion and you're sick of a job that you just don't feel fulfilled in this is the episode for you we're going to be talking about breaking free from daily routines and from a life that's not fulfilling to you and adopting new habits as well as uh, some business tips especially when you start out some mistakes to avoid and why fitness and nutrition aren't the only part of losing weight and gaining body confidence so i'm so excited for you guys to listen let's get started Welcome, Ashton, to the podcast. Super excited to have you. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here, and I'm, like I said, just happy we got to connect and that we get to talk today. Yeah, me too, and I also just want to say that I love your name. I've never seen somebody's name like that, so I think it's super cool and original. Thank you. It's so fancy. Everyone always gets it wrong, but it's just funny. Yeah, like, I bet. The spellings that I've got throughout the years, it's hilarious. <laughs> I can relate to that as well, so you're yeah. not alone. Um, yeah. So basically, you're an online health and fitness coach who works with busy working women to teach them how to become super comfortable in their own skin. So can you talk a little bit about how you got to this point? Because I know you went through a wild journey, which we're going to talk about. So where did you start off and how did you get to being this coach? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like you said, it's been a wild journey for sure. Um, kind of what got me into it is that for my whole life, I played soccer for 16 years. So I'd always been super active. Um, I had got a few scholarships to play in college, but I was just so burnt out on it that I turned them down. And so I decided to just go to college and like do my own thing, um, turn into, you know, the crazy party girl <laughs> and ended up not finishing college, moving back home, working, just trying to kind of figure out who I was and what I wanted to do because I knew that college really wasn't for me. I was tired of playing sports. You know, I just really wanted to be like in control of my life at that point. And so, um, I had, you know, I was working at the tanning salon whenever I moved back home from college and I was just like, you know what, this really, I'd have to remove myself if I want to do anything else with my life. If I want to learn who I am, I just need to remove myself. So I moved from Columbus, Ohio, which is where I was living at the time. And I moved to Kansas city, Missouri, and I got a job out there and I was an operations manager for a dental practice. And I was in a relationship at the time. So we both moved out there. Um, I worked that job for about four and a half years was in the relationship the whole time. During that time, I had put on a ton of weight, I had quit working out, I had quit taking care of my body, I was working 70 to 80 hours a week, I mean, it was just absolutely insane, it was just a cycle that I was in, I was going to work, I was coming home, ordering pizza, pouring a glass of wine, and just doing it all over again, and one day, I was driving home from work, and I was like, you know, if my life is like this in 10 years, I'm going to be so unhappy, and I have to change it now, if I don't change it now, when, right, it's like everyone looks for like the perfect time to make a change, and it's just so like, 
there's never the perfect time. You just have to do it. You have to like put on your big girl pants and just make the change. And so, um, that's what I did. I got a gym membership that day. I started working out, uh, did a ton of research on, you know, what type of foods I should eat, how I should be eating. Um, I got really deep into macros at one point. I was, you know, counting my macros, doing all this stuff throughout that process. I had lost all the weight and I had found this new confidence within myself. And I just felt like I was on top of the world. And so I started to feel incredible and I started to post about my journey through on Instagram. People like, Oh my gosh, what are you doing? You look so good, all this stuff. And so I just started helping people here and there. And then throughout that time, um, towards the end of the four and a half years of living in Kansas city, my boyfriend and I, we moved back to Columbus. It was just time to be back around friends and family again. And, um, we broke up. I quit my corporate job in Columbus and I started my own business all in the matter of about two months. <laughs> so it was insane and it's been uh, ups and downs since then, but I wouldn't change it for the world. So I just knew that deep down in my soul, what I was put here to do was to help women feel comfortable and confident in their own skin and to get rid of anything that feels heavy in their life. Um, and so that's just kind of what I did. I got rid of all the heavy things in my life and I just went full force into what I felt was right. <laughs> wow. I love it. I'm so obsessed with this. It's just like so empowering too. Um, and there's so much I just want to get into about what you said. So I know that, I don't know if you've read, I think it's the big leap or so there's like so many books who talk about like the routine and how it's yeah. so deadly and we literally just get sucked into it. Like you were saying, you kind of like go to work, come home, maybe watch Netflix, have a glass of wine. And then it starts all over again. And I think a lot of people just feel like they wake up and they just dread their whole day because they know what's coming. Like they literally know the whole, how the whole day is going to go. And it's not exciting. It's not like passionate. There's like nothing really driving them. Right. But at the same time, I see time and time again that people just complain about it, but don't change anything. So yeah. did you kind of just have an aha moment or was it like, oh, how did it really like look for you when you kind of had that moment of like, oh, actually my day-to-day -day life isn't what I want it to look like? Right. So a lot of people are like, you know, what was that aha moment? What was that shift for you? And I don't really have anything that happened. I wasn't a part of a car accident or, you know, any like life altering event. I just know that I was driving home from work one day and I just felt so, so uncomfortable. It was to the point where I was literally wearing like the same thing to work every single day because nothing else fit. It was like 90 degrees outside and I was wearing oversized sweaters to work because that was the only thing that I felt comfortable in. And I'm like, I cannot continue to live like this. I cannot continue to live as a prisoner in my own body. And not only did I feel uncomfortable in my skin, it was affecting every single aspect of my life. Like I was unhappy in my relationship. I didn't want my boyfriend anywhere near me. I was saying no to like outings with girlfriends because nothing fit. You know what I mean? And so I was just like, this is not a way to live and I cannot continue to live like this. And so that day, instead of driving home from work, I drove to the gym and got a gym membership. And I'm like, I have to make the changes in my life, if I want to be anywhere else, no one's going to do it for me. <laughs> I have to do it for myself. Yeah. yeah I think exactly. a lot of people are just waiting. I did that for a long time too. Just waiting for like something or someone to come along and save me. But like, you realize that no one's yeah. coming. It's oh, no one's coming. So. <laughs> just to break it to you guys, if anyone's listening and who's also waiting, whoever you're waiting for is not coming unfortunately yeah, you gotta yeah, get up and do the work yourself so that was like a hard realization and I'm glad that 
you also realize that pretty quickly and that I think it's so powerful because you changed it right away. You weren't like, oh, maybe tomorrow or like January 1st, I'll go get a gym membership. You did it like right away, which is huge. Because right. once you have also- that thought, I think it's really important to act on it before you kind of find other excuses, right? Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Is like when you have the thought, act immediately. That's one of like the biggest things is to act immediately. Because the longer you wait, the longer your self doubt and like the what ifs and your wheels start to spin. You talk yourself out of it. So as soon as you get that thought, go act right away because you got that thought for a reason. You know what I mean? It didn't just come to you for fun. Go act on it and don't look back. (laughs) That's also so hard too. And so did you have a hard time like keeping it up though? Cause I think that's another thing. Like a lot of people will start out and they'll be like, this is awesome. I'm going to like look amazing. And then they realize it's like harder than they thought. So they just fall off the wagon. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So it's so hard. One of the biggest things with health and fitness is consistency. And we live in a world where we want everything right away. (laughs) People want to lose 10 pounds in 10 days. People want to lose 50 pounds in a month. And it's just like, you have to be consistent and there is no one size fits all plan or program for anyone. And so that is also a really big thing that I had to learn along the way is that if I want long-term sustainable results that are going to last me my entire life, an entire 20, 25 years worth of habits are not going to change in six months. (laughs) And that's what I also tell my clients too, is that you've gotten to this point, whether you're a four-year-old woman working with me, you're a 25-year-old woman working with me, you have all these years worth of habits in you, and it's not going to take us three months to change them. We're going to do little steps along the way to make changes. And eventually they will start to become habits and new parts of your lifestyle but you just have to be consistent and patient along this journey. And then that's when you will see the most results that will last you. Cause a lot of people get into this diet cycle where they do something for a short period of time, they lose the weight and then they gain it all again. And that's what I try to help my clients break is that diet cycle. Because not only it's so hard on your body, 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 sorry, body physically, but it's hard on your mind and your yourself mentally too. Cause you're like, what, what am I doing wrong? You know? Yeah, that's a big one. I think it's important to note that I think it's 21 days to break a habit or to like um, create a habit. But the thing is, like you were saying, completely agree, is that if we're just like, you know, treating our body like shit for 20 years and then we're like, okay, I'm going to start healing. It's not going to take six months, probably going to take longer. But the thing is, you're going to start seeing changes along the way, which will motivate you. And it's all part of the healing journey. And then at one point you heal and you're like, oh, okay, actually it worked, right? So it really takes time and patience. I think that's really important. And it's really difficult these days because we all have everything so quickly and, you know, technology and everything is just there whenever we just turn something on. But with our health, it's not the same thing. So yeah, I think it's really important to be realistic and to kind of have a way of tracking your progress and to like, you know, recognize that you are actually making progress because otherwise it can be really easy to just quit. Yeah. And also what I tell my clients is that don't try to do it all at once. You know, don't go from like zero to a hundred in a day because that's also where it's so hard for it to be sustainable is don't go from eating fast food every single day to cooking every single night because you're bought, you're not trained like that. You know what I mean? So just do like little steps, just takes little steps each day, each week, each month until you get to the point where you want to be, but don't try to do it all at once because that's so overwhelming and it's not going to last you. <laughs> 
<laughs> totally, totally agree. And so when we start implementing changes and we start changing, of course, we can see like a lot of great feedback from others, but then we can also see resistance and disapproval. Did you notice that when you were going through changes at first? Oh my gosh, yeah. So the most, the biggest, the biggest areas that I found resistance in, in were two. One, when I moved back to Columbus and my old friends who knew me as, you know, the party girl, you know, the one who just loved to, you know, party and drink all the time. When I moved back, I was the girl who was conscious of what I was eating and wanting to go to the gym and I was making myself a priority is where I found resistance from my friends. And another area I found resistance in is when I decided to quit my full-time job and make online coaching my full-time career because that's, that's scary for a lot of people. And so a lot of people, you know, say like, well, how are you going to make it work? Are you going to make people that pay your bills? Are you going to get your clients? You know, things like that. So whenever I was experiencing the resistance from my friends and they were like, well, all you want to do is work out all, you know, you never have fun with us. You don't want to drink anymore. All this stuff. I just had to explain to them, like, I'm still Ashton, <laughs> like I'm still here, but if I was the same person I was four and a half years ago, then that there would be an issue. <laughs> mm -hmm. So we're all evolving and we're all changing. And so it's okay to change. And if some people don't come with you along the way during that change, that's totally okay. Not everyone in your life is meant to be there for your entire life. You have people that come into your life first seasons. And so if you have someone in your life first season, they taught you something during that season and it's okay to move on. Um, and the same thing when I was experiencing resistance around, you know, making online coaching my full-time career is like I had to say you know what I understand that you might not agree with this or you might not think it's the safe quote-unquote safe um choice but this is what I feel I am most in alignment with and this is where I know that my purpose lies and so you are more than welcome to think your own thoughts but I'm going to continue to do what I'm going to want to do because I will not let your thoughts and your opinions hold me back from my life. <laughs> yeah, there's so much to say about all of this. Like, first of all, I think it's also like a lot of people will be like, oh, you're, you've changed, you're not the same person. But for the most part, if you're kind of, you know, becoming, finding your true passion and really feeling amazing in your body and like emotionally, then usually that means that you're kind of shedding everything that wasn't meant for you and that wasn't you. So you're becoming more of your true self. So it's kind of funny how people are like, oh yeah, like you're not you anymore or something, but you're actually more you than you were before probably because you're actually shedding all of these layers that were kind of even like protective mechanisms or limiting beliefs that you were kind of growing up with or things like that. But yeah, I think it's really important to note too that some people will follow you along on your journey and some people won't, but that's a part of the journey. Um, I mean, I think a lot of people also kind of force other people, whether it be their best friend, their significant other, their husband to kind of come on the train with them, mm -hmm. but you can't force people to go where they are not ready to go. So I think it's important to, if you're not, um, if you're kind of seeing resistance from other people, it's to really just follow your truth and then if people want to follow you then you can lead by example but forcing other people to come along is just not going to work it's usually going to backfire right oh absolutely and that's what i tell my clients too is that whenever they say you know i really want to make changes but my coworkers, you know have something to say every single time or you know my best friend doesn't agree with it or whatever and it's like you know what if this makes you happy go do it and if you 
if once they start to see the change, the positive changes that you're making, they are slowly going to start to follow that. And if they don't, again, it's totally okay if they aren't with you in every single step of your journey, because like you said, you're shedding things that are no longer you anymore. And that's just part of life. That's a part of like growing up as a part of stepping into who you truly are. And when you step into who you truly are, you're a tr you will attract the kind of people who take you for you. <laughs> exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself. And so you said that you were dealing with some weight struggles and feeling uncomfortable in your own skin. So how was fitness and nutrition like the first part, was that kind of the first part of your journey with that, with tackling your weight? Yeah, absolutely. I knew that I needed to work on myself before I did anything. And I, when I first started, I really had no intention of becoming an online health and fitness coach. I didn't even know it was a thing. <laughs> I didn't even know that like that existed or what that was. Um, I just knew how amazing I felt when I started to able fit to fit in my clothes again. And when I was not worried about what I looked like at a party or walking into a room and the freedom that I felt in my skin literally changed my entire life and gave me the confidence to do things that I would have never done before. Gave me the confidence to, you know, speak up in meetings and to, you know, go talk to people that I never would have talked to before and, you know, post things on, on, you know, Facebook or Instagram or whatever. And so that's definitely where it started. And then I found that the new per the the Ashton that I was becoming, it's it's a lot of it's very hard for people to step into that person too because so many people are trapped trapped in their own skin and it's so hard for them to just step into that powerful version of who they truly are because they feel held back and they're afraid of what others are going to say, what others are going to think, you know, like your dress doesn't fit so you can't go to the party, you know, things like that. And so you're trapped by all these things because of how you feel. And so when I was able to free myself from that, I knew that I wanted to help other women step into that um, powerful version of themselves too. I love it. And I think it's definitely something that I've learned as well, especially this year, actually, when I started doing things that really scared me and that I wish I could have done, but they were just kind of like you said, like, you feel like you're not like good enough to do it or it's something like outside of your comfort zone. Um, but it was, it was really through doing the things that scared me that mm -hmm. really shot my confidence up so high. So, yeah. and like for years I was like, how do I become more confident? How do I become confident? I had no idea how to do it. But then I realized that it's actually when you like set goals for yourself and you do things that scare you and you succeed at them or like you make mistakes and you get through it that you gain that confidence and that was literally the most significant kind of realization that I learned so I yeah. think that's also really important that it might seem scary at the beginning but as soon as you just break through the first barrier then it's going to be easier to get to the next one absolutely and that small that small t period of time that you go through being afraid or scared to do something is such a small amount of time in the grand scheme of things that like you're probably scared to do something for an entire for like a day and then once you do it you kind of get over that hump and you're like oh that wasn't as bad as i thought it was going to be it's never <laughs> as bad as we think it is and i think it's also important to kind of view fear differently because if you kind of you look at it from another angle or even like from an outside perspective then usually it's not all that crazy as it is in your mind and then also just looking at it like a ch like a fun challenge or something that you can just kind of blow away but kind of not make this huge image out of if you know what I mean 
Yeah, because sometimes it can just be like way too scary because of what we make it up in our minds. Or then even something that helps me is kind of figuring out, okay, what if this went so badly? What would the worst thing? What's the worst thing that could happen? And right. then kind of telling yourself, okay, how can I prep for this? How can I like prepare myself for this? Or then even kind of accepting if that did happen, just accept it. Like, what's going to happen? Yeah. Are you going to die? Probably not. Right. Yeah, exactly. I know. I say I do the exact same thing. Like, if I'm afraid to do something, I'm like, okay, what is worst case scenario? Worst case scenario is death. Okay. And I'm not going to die from starting a business. I'm not going <laughs> to die from quitting my corporate job. I'm not going to die from going to the gym. Like worst case scenario on anything is death. And I guarantee you that thing you're afraid of is probably not going to kill you. <laughs> yep. Totally. And so you said you started with fitness and nutrition, but then there's also another part, of course, it's the mindset, which we kind of talked a little bit about, but um, how do you really start working on that? And how did you realize that there was something more than just nutrition and fitness? Yeah. So um, the biggest thing that I started with is I just started to, instead of in the mornings, um, you know, turning on music or turning on the news or the TV or something, I started to listen to podcasts and I started to listen to things that really helped open my mind and change my views on a lot of things as far as like waking up thinking, Oh my gosh, you know, you know, when you wake up and you listen to the news, everything on the news is so negative. Mm -hmm. So how are you going to take your day? How are you going to have a positive day if you started your day negative? <laughs> you know? So I started to listen to podcasts every single morning on my drive to work or while I'm getting ready for work. Um, I started to, instead of like, listening to some, you know, crazy music in the gym or something. Then I started to listen to a podcast while I was doing cardio or reading a book before I go to bed, just doing little things here and there that helps me become the person that I wanted to be. And it's also a really good idea to find podcasts or something that you can listen to while you're doing something else especially if you're starting out in the personal development and you know the mindset world because sometimes it can feel overwhelming where you're like you have to listen to an hour podcast and you have to read a book for 30 minutes and like who has time for all that you know what I mean just find something that you can incorporate throughout your day um and just stick with it you know what I mean and so mindset is so so huge and so I went from like listening to podcasts and reading books to waking up and writing down my affirmations writing down what I'm thankful for um I would put sticky notes on my mirrors so that way when I was getting ready I would see you know you are beautiful you are kind you know you are all these things um and those are like kind of the attributes that I wanted to take throughout my day so it's just little things that you find that work best for you I don't think there's any black and white you know you should I don't think that there's like wake up and you should meditate for an hour or meditate for an hour before you go to bed or anything like that. Because again, everyone's life is so different, but just start to remove like little things here and there that you can feel or that, that, you know, change your mood or feel heavy for you, whether that's going through Instagram, scrolling through Facebook, you know, maybe minimize the amount of time that you're doing that. And you'll see the changes that you'll make. Totally agree. It's changing that negative voice to a positive one. And yeah, like you said, it's really going to depend on what works for you. Um, like I know for me, I used to be so against meditation and I was like, okay, I have to like sit cross-legged, like on the floor, <laughs> blah, 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 like for an hour. And now I literally do it before I go to bed and I listen to like YouTube meditations and it's yeah. the best thing ever. And it makes me fall asleep in like five minutes. And I'm just like, I don't need to make this something that's going to be hard or that I don't want to do. So I don't need to follow. And it's like, you don't really need to make rules around 
something like meditation because it means something different for each person, right? Yeah. Oh, so I think that's totally um, a good point to make. It's really what works for you and really incorporating that, that little thing into your day. I think podcasts are great, especially if you're like working out, commuting, because then you're actually multitasking. But mm -hmm. like you said, it's not as like, I don't know, it's not as difficult to kind of see, oh, I need to listen to an hour podcast, but since I'm on the bus anyway, I might as well do something, right? Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. Just incorporate it into your day. And I think it's really important whether it comes to mindset, health and fitness, starting a business. It's very, very important to remember that nothing is black and white. Everyone's journey is so different. And just because the world or society has portrayed, you know, health and fitness to be a certain way, doesn't mean you have to do it that way. It doesn't mean that's the only way that you're going to see results. Find what works for you and just stick with it. And then you'll be totally fine. <laughs> totally. And so I want to get into the business stuff because I'm super yes. intrigued about how this worked for you. So when you first decided to start a business, were you kind of like part-time with it or did you just decide to like jump in fully? Yeah. So it was, it's, it's so crazy to go back and think about this. So I, um, worked full-time in corporate when my corporate job and I did take online clients. I had like, I was taking like three to five online clients at a time while I was working my corporate job. Um, and then I, joined a mastermind group, like a business coaching group. And that's really where I was able to develop my business. So I didn't do it all on my own. <laughs> I definitely had help because I hired a coach to kind of like take me through the process to kind of say like, this is what you should be working on. This is where you should put your energy, things like that. And I knew that I was going to quit my corporate job at some point and make it my full time, make coaching my full time job. I just didn't know when I didn't know when the right time was going to be. I didn't know when I was going to feel the most comfortable doing it. And I knew that my corporate job was so not in alignment with what I was supposed to be doing. That I would literally have anxiety attacks going to work. And I just could not do it anymore. So one day I was at work, I was over at Starbucks and I just was having like a breakdown. I'm like, you know what? This just feels so heavy to me. I cannot do this anymore. And again, what's the worst that's going to happen if I quit this job and my coaching business doesn't work? I'm not going to die. I can always go find a new job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's going to be okay. And I'm also the kind of person that I have to take away all of my plan B's in order to kind of go all in. And I knew that whenever I was able to put all of my energy into my business and into my clients that it was going to succeed. I just, I had a feeling inside of my body that I was like, this is going to work. And so, um, I took a break and walked over to Starbucks. Um, one day at work, I walked back over and I, so the way that it went is that I was the boss of, of that office. I was the manager. And so my boss was never in the office and she just so happened to be in the office that day. And I was like, I'm putting my notice in. And she's like, what are you going to do? And I was like, you know, I don't really know, but I'm not going to do it here. <laughs> so I just put my notice in and I just got it. Like I said, got rid of all my plan B's and just went all or nothing. And of course there's been some things that's failed. There's been some things that have succeeded and I'm learning everything single day, but I know that what I'm doing is what I'm meant to do. So it's not easy. I'm not here to tell you to just go quit your job tomorrow, but I'm also here to tell you that you live life once. And if you're not loving your job and you want to do something else, go do it. <laughs> I love it so much. So what kind of mistakes did you make at the beginning that you, that kind of, I guess, might have made your success, um, like not as quick or kind of made some roadblocks come up? What are some of the big mistakes that um, you would say 
to kind of avoid to people who are starting out? So the biggest mistake I would say that I made was thinking that all of my ideas were going to succeed. <laughs> when you like have all of these ideas and you think that they're so genius and then coming to terms with the fact that like a launch or like a challenge group or something, not necessarily fails, but doesn't reach the, the goal that you had for it. And to know that that's totally okay. Instead of like getting defeated and figuring out like trying to think like what's wrong with me or why couldn't I do it? It's not a reflection of you. And I never try to take a failure as, like I said, a reflection of me. I take it as a lesson. So if something doesn't work out, I just know that either it wasn't meant or there's some changes that I need to make in the future to make it better. Um, and to just realize that starting a business is a long, long process. Those people who have overnight successes are so, so rare. And yes, you could definitely be an overnight success, but just put in the work, show up every single day and your time will come. But that's the biggest thing is just to realize that like not everything you do is going to work. And again, that's not wrong. <laughs> that's totally okay. Totally. I think that's also something that I definitely struggled with as well. At the beginning, I was like, this isn't working. Like, I'm just going to like stop and quit this. But yeah. I think it's also, I remember I also had a coach and this was within like the first six months of my business. And I was just like, oh, I'm going to throw in the towel. Like, this is just ridiculous. Nobody like cares. And then, you know, you just get those like those moments. And yes. then my coach was like, she's been in this for like, um, you probably know Angie, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she basically has been in this for like 10 years or something. And she was like, girl, how long have you been doing this? And I was like, six months. She was like, yeah, it took me like six years to like make it. And she wasn't saying like, just wait six years. Like you won't make it before six years, but like it's the long game and you can't just expect everything to like work as soon as you decide, okay, I'm going to start a business. And you also kind of, you have to put in the work you you really have to, you know, it's going to fail a few times and you are going to learn from your mistakes, but you can't expect it to work after like one day too. So yes. that was a big wake up call to me, but I think that's really important for people to know. Um, and I mean, that's also why so many businesses fail, especially like in the first year or two is because they just give up so easily. Um, mm -hmm. And then you see the successful people, they are all saying that you have to be you know, you have to persevere, you can't give up, it's going to be hard at the beginning, but then they make a breakthrough and then it just goes usually uphill from there. So that's definitely right. a big one. Yeah, it's, it's not a it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I think that's also a part of the journey is like, you just have to keep showing up and you have to, you know, prove to like, the universe that this is exactly what you want and that you're in it for the long haul and your time will come but just keep showing up. And if something fails, don't let it, you know, get you down. I mean, as you know, you have like thoughts every single day, you're like, am I doing the right thing? <laughs> and yeah. then that one thing happens, that one thing happens. And you're like, Oh, yeah, I'm definitely doing the right thing. But it's like so many bad things happen <laughs> first, and then you feel great. <laughs> but then you course correct, right? It's like feedback. So you have to take it as feedback. Otherwise, you really need to be able to, you know, take no's and then get, take rejections and things like that. Cause you're going to get them. But if you take them personally, which like before I would cry, but now I'm like, it's fine. Right. <laughs> not a no, it's not attacking you for the most part. Usually they're not attacking you. Right. Um, it's usually like if a client says no, for example, it's usually saying no to themselves and it's like mm -hmm. a deeper reason why. So yeah, it's really important to kind of, you know, 
get a thicker skin as well because people are going to say no, people are going to reject you, but that doesn't mean you have to stop. So exactly, exactly. And then for you and someone, someone better is coming along. <laughs> exactly. And another thing I wanted to just kind of get into was that, so you started out working your nine to five or even longer than that. Yeah. Because I know you were working long hours um, and then working on the side. So how long were you able to keep that up for before? Did you like um, experience burnout with that? Yes. So I did that, I would say for about six months and I was exhausted. <laughs> like I was, I was working, like I said, over 70 hours a week at my corporate job. And then I would come home and, you know, create programs for my clients and make sure I was, you know, communicating with my clients. So they felt supported. I still needed to work out. There was just so many things going on. And like I said, that was the point where I was like, if I put as much energy into this, you know, corporate job that I'm putting into, into my own business, I have no other choice but to succeed. I have no other choice. So I just have to bite the bullet and have to do the scary, really hard thing. And I have to quit this job and put it all into my business. And that's what I did. And so again, it's not easy at all. That decision is the scariest decision that you'll ever make because you go from getting a paycheck every two weeks to like, you don't know if you're going to get a paycheck every day or once a month or, you know, like you have no idea. And so that's really, really hard and scary. But I just knew that if I'm able to put this much time into a business that I don't enjoy at all, then the amount of time that I'll be able to put into my own business, I mean, there's no, the failing is not an option. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I think that for most people though, like for you as well, you have to start out with a side hustle or a full-time job or like a few jobs to be able to get that consistent consistent income. So for these um, people who are just starting out or who need that security while they're building their business on the side, do you have any tips for that and kind of avoiding burnout, but still putting in the time for your business? Yeah. So I, um, there's always more work to be done. <laughs> so <laughs> staying up until like three, four in the morning and then waking up at 6am, which I did numerous amount of times, like sleep is going to be your best friend. And so even if it's for like 30 minutes in your car on your lunch break, like get a quick power nap in, get some sleep and make sure that you're eating fuel. Food is going to be your fuel. And so when you go through these, like I was going through like 15 hour days where I have to remember to eat and I have to know that like it's one in the morning and I'm creating this program and it's going to be here tomorrow. It's not going to go away. I need to get sleep. So just make sure that you're also taking care of yourself in the process because when you are working on your side hustle, then you want to make it your full-time job. Like you are your business. And so if you're burnt out by the time you make it your full-time career and your full-time job, it's not going to be enjoyable. So make sure that you're also taking care of yourself so that you can show up fully because you cannot pour from an empty cup. So make sure you're filling yourself up and then put everything else you can into, you know, your corporate job and your side hustle and it'll all work out. I love that you mentioned that because it's also important that, of course, that you feel good. You have the energy to put out your best work. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just wanna going to want to watch Netflix. I definitely have moments like that. Um, and then it's also like you're the image too, right? So if you just like show up and you look exhausted and you look terrible, then that's like also not a great image for your business, right? Because you are literally selling yourself. So totally, I love it. So where can we find you and what are you up to? Let us know um, what's going on right now. Yeah. So right now I am doing two things that I'm super, super excited about. So I, I don't really do challenges or things like that. I'm continuously taking, um, 
online one-on-one clients, which I uh, love because I love connecting with women on such a deeper level. I'm also doing monthly webinars too. So I do a webinar on the first Thursday of every single month. You can find more information on all of that. Um, you can go to my Instagram page at Ashton Ferris Fitness. I'm also very active on Facebook and have a private Facebook community, Become a Better You. And that's kind of the main areas that you can find me right now. Amazing. So I'll definitely put these links in the comments. Thank you so much for hopping on today. I had a great chat with you. I think we are very similar in our beliefs and all of that. And um, yeah, I had a great time. Me too. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you loved it. As usual, if you do enjoy the podcast or the episode, um, I always really appreciate any ratings or reviews on iTunes. Thank you so much for those who have put those in. Um, Really appreciate it. Otherwise, moving forward, if you are suffering from hormonal imbalances or PCOS and you're looking for a natural way of healing and reversing your symptoms, my PCOS Academy is accepting applications so you can put those in and we can chat about how I can support your health. This is holistic, so looking at mindset, supplements, nutrition, and lifestyle to really provide long-term healing for your health and PCOS. So if you're interested, the link is in the show notes to apply for the program. I would love to support you with your health. If you have any questions, you can definitely shoot me a message and we can discuss further. Otherwise, thank you so much for tuning in and we'll chat next week.